0: Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to the Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Becky Gravy. Becky is Senior Director Communication Strategy at First Up. In this episode, we talk about communicating with frontline employees, how businesses can best leverage multi-point communication channels, and how employee advocacy is also an employee engagement tactic. In just a few moments, you'll hear Becky talk about Cope, which stands for Create Once, Publish Everywhere. It's a strategy that acknowledges that a business might leverage an app like First Up, but also SharePoint or Slack. The idea is that, when appropriate, content should be amplified across a business's channels of communication. Let's talk about internal company podcasts for a moment. Many businesses are adopting them as a way to communicate with virtual teams and field employees. Podcasts are outrageously popular to listen to and really fun to create. It's a consumer behavior that enterprises can easily replicate. But the issue is on the distribution and measurement side. Here's what most businesses are doing today. They're uploading an MP3 to a platform like First Up, SharePoint, and Slack. Team, this is a security and privacy risk. That file can easily be downloaded by a bad actor and repurposed. Your internal communications motion is now a deep fake. Of course, that's a worst-case scenario. But even in its best case, an MP3 doesn't provide listener insights. You don't know the how or where of that communications motion. Venly is an audio platform for business, and we believe that your audio content should live where you do business. Do you use First Up? Seamlessly embed Venly's player into that channel and get full security, privacy, and listener insights on that content. Do you also use Slack or SharePoint? Leverage Venly's best-in-class Slack integration to share content privately there. Or leverage embeddable players that have granular security insights that lock down audio content on your approved URLs. Create once, publish everywhere but publish with insights into how your employees are engaging with the content and with the confidence that that content will remain secure. Are you curious about how Venly can support your audio engagement strategies? Email me directly at brian at venly.co. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N, at venly, V-E-N-N-L-Y, dot C-O. And now, the incredible Becky Gravy. Hi, Becky.
1: Hi there.
0: Becky Gravy is Senior Director Communication Strategy at First Up, a leader in the digital employee experience. Based in Raleigh, North Carolina, she works with global organizations and communicators to put employees first by reaching, connecting, and engaging every worker everywhere. Prior to First Up, she was Director of Communications at SAS in Cary, North Carolina, where she served for more than 16 years. She oversaw traditional and digital employee communications efforts, including an award-winning global internet, enterprise collaboration channels, and employee advocacy. Prior to SAS, she held employee communication roles at MassMutual. She is past chair of the Employee Communications Section Executive Board for the Public Relations Society of America and remains a member at large. She has served as a volunteer journalism instructor with Citizens School and is an active member of the Triangle Women in Communications. She holds a Bachelor of Business Administration degree in marketing from Stetson University. Becky, thank you again for being with me today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this.
0: So for those that aren't familiar, what is First Up?
1: Well, Dynamic Signal and Social Chorus Chorus have joined forces to come together and uh, offer a digital employee experience, which we believe it's important to empower companies to put employees first. So being able to reach them, connect with them, engage every worker, regardless of where they sit within the organization and on the device of their choosing.
0: Part of your role is supporting customers in a form of digital transformation and really employee engagement transformation. At a high level, what are you seeing in the marketplace? Are there some examples that you can point to of companies that are excelling in employee engagement? And are there patterns where companies might be able to make some improvements?
1: Um, you know, I think the biggest trends that I'm seeing right now is just trying to find ways to better reach and engage frontline workers that, for whatever reason, have kind of taken a backseat when it comes to employee uh, resources and, and digital experiences. But I think the the pandemic certainly revealed that it's important that we're able to reach these employees in a very timely and relevant way with information that matters to them, right? So I think that's the biggest trend I'm seeing is that employees are moving quickly now in thinking through, how do we, how do we reach them, engage with them? How do we know for sure that they, are, they have what they need? There's a lot of activity around uh, listening, finding out from employees if they have what they need and, and what, you know, what restrictions or friction might be in their way uh, of doing their jobs well.
0: You just mentioned frontline employees. And in fact, many of First Up's customers are businesses that have those type of workforces. They don't always have an email address. In those instances, it feels like the flow of information is usually verbally through a supervisor and it's sort of a cascade message. Right. Are there content or distribution strategies that your business partners are using that are proven to be most effective in reaching field employees?
1: Definitely. Just the recognition that they are not able to reach a lot of these frontline employees has been eye-opening for a lot of leaders during this time. So, you know, just the recognition that they can't reach them if they thought they could. But secondly, I mean, the, the frontline supervisors, managers already have a whole lot of responsibility on their shoulders. So the, the point is really not to take away from that personal experience with someone's manager. We don't want to replace that. That's, you know, that's an important thing aspect of, of the overall experience, what we want to be able to do is augment in a way that allows employees to do more than, than get that cascade that you mentioned, which can sometimes be spotty. I mean, it's just, that's one of the you know human aspects of delivering information and then repeating it to a group of people. So being able to allow employees to see this on demand when it works for their schedule or go back and revisit something that they heard or learned about, I think it's really great. And then to be able to ask questions around that, right? I mean, get additional resource information or ask a question that's not been answered um, in the initial presentation of of that information. It, It can be used effectively to augment the relationship and take some of the pressure off that frontline manager to deliver everything from safety and processes and new policies and benefits information. Take some of that off and allow employees to do some self-discovery of their own.
0: Just to double click in here for one second, is it in your experience, is it the, you know, the manager at a facility, for example, that's creating this content to augment the experience or is that coming from headquarters and headquarters just sort of understands that we need to provide a little bit more and we're going to do a video or we're going to do a podcast Mm -hmm. or we're going to, what does that flow typically look like? (laughs)
1: I mean, ideally, it's a big yes to both of those because I think, you know, what what we want to do is try to create alignment at the enterprise level or the corporate level so that people have a good understanding of the direction of the organization, uh, what we're going to align around in terms of our core values, how we want to show up in the the world right now, and what's important in terms of new products and service offerings. But, um, you know, to be able to get local information at my location, whether that might be around inclement weather or their opportunities to participate in community involvement efforts. I think those are super important, too. And that's where you're getting more of the tactical information from your manager. You might have a shift change or there might be a specific, you know, fun day that you're going to celebrate and everyone's going to wear Hawaiian shirts or something. So being able to to share that type of thing is also important to employees.
0: I know several communications leaders in particular who use First Up uh, for their own businesses, and they like to call First Up the source of truth for their business. They have these big teams, they're all over the place. Some of them are in front of a computer, some of them are not, some of the use cases that you've just described. But First Up also integrates with platforms like Microsoft Teams and Slack. So content that is shared in one place can be distributed elsewhere. In your own work, how do you think about these channel strategies? You want to meet people where they are. Maybe the message needs to better uh, fit the format and it could change depending on the platform that is being leveraged. How do you guide customer partners, colleagues on thinking through like this needs to go in Teams, this needs to go in the app, vice versa?
1: It's a great question, Brian. And I think that's part of, to me, that the effectiveness of this type of platform is the ability to target that content where it goes. So not just tossing it over the fence into Teams, but choosing the channel within Teams where that, uh, where that information is gonna be most relevant. So whether that be at a location or it might be around a specific category of information, product information that people might have. So thinking about that, but I think it helps uh, the communicators to what uh, we call it a COPE uh, approach. So create once, publish everywhere. But that doesn't mean everywhere, every time. It means selecting the places where that content really has relevancy and, and it will be absorbed by the people that need to hear that or, or want to hear that information. So I think it, um, it's a combination for me. It's a combination of technical ability of the platform, but also the governance and understanding that we don't want to spam our own employees with a bunch of content that they don't want or need to hear. So being careful with our targeting on on how, you know, where that goes, whether that's we create it within the platform, but then it's sent into Teams or Slack or perhaps even digital signage within a manufacturing facility. So we can very, very um, carefully target where that information goes.
0: Get you out on this question. I know that you feel passionately about employee advocacy used an interesting example when we connected beforehand that someone that works in a non-science function at a place like Pfizer, for example, was being asked constantly about the vaccine rollout. What is the toolkit to get that type of employee prepared to advocate for the business? Are there any best practices that you've developed?
1: I do think so. I mean, and, and the reason why I shared that example with you was because they, they you know, let us know that as soon as they started working on the vaccine, that's all anybody was talking about. So if you knew someone who worked at Pfizer, they were suddenly becoming the vaccine experts, right, around, you know, when is it coming out? How What's the process going to be? When can I get mine? And I think they realized that employees wanted to be a part of that voice for good. They wanted to help correct uh, misunderstandings or misinformation that might be out there. And it was a whole lot easier to do that with, you know, several thousand employees than it was for one company brand to try to carry that load. So um, I think by making sure that they created easy to consume pieces of content, whether that be a, a weekly update via video, or maybe just, you know, some short talking points or bullet points, um, shareable content on social channels that they could easily put their own uh, perspective on what they're seeing in that vaccine process, but have some clear hashtags. For instance, uh, Pfizer uses science will win. Wasn't theirs, it belongs to a greater community of, of the science world and people who are working on the vaccine. We've also seen some great examples from from uh, Mercer. Uh, another uh, example from them being that they Participate in the World Economic Forum every year. Of course, only one or two from their company go, but they want to be a part of that bigger voice around what are the topics? What does the future of work look like? So they're getting, you know, kind of sometimes two and a half times the uh, you know, share of voice around that event because they've deployed lots of people who want to talk about what the future of work looks like from Mercer's standpoint and, and the different um, content avail- available to those employees to share. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's understanding who your employee audience is, providing the type of content that they're going to feel comfortable sharing and they can absorb and get their arms around, and then just making that readily available to share socially, but also just to become better advocates person to person by being more knowledgeable about those topics.
0: I'm joined today by Becky Gravy. She is the Senior Director, Communication Strategy at First Up. Becky, Thank you so much for all your time and your wisdom today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me.